So I'm starting to, you know, do my show prep for this podcast. And uh, you, never, you don't really realize like what's going on around you. And you don't realize that certain things are happening to you because like, you know, I'm focused on, you know, prepping for a show. So, you know, I'm trying to rack my brain to think of things to talk about. Yeah. I, yeah. Tiff, it's coming up. Uh, and it's like, you know, I, I write things down. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm looking through the internet to see, Oh, well, you know, what's going on here? What's going on there? And then I, I, I'm starting to realize, you know, cause I am home. So I am dressed accordingly. Like you dress a certain, like if you're home by yourself and you're, you're relaxing, you know, you know, you, you, you're not like wearing 17 layers of clothes. You're in your relaxed clothes. Sometimes it's sweatpants, sometimes it's short, sometimes, but more than likely you either have socks on or like what most people that I know you're barefoot. Right. So I'm sitting here trying to figure out what I want to talk about, what I'm going to, what direction I'm going to go in. Like, Oh boy, do you think I can get, you know, 40 minutes out of that topic or 20 minutes out of this, or even five minutes out of this bullshit. And I've noticed that, you know, with my feet dangling off the chair, cause I have like these high stools at this table I'm doing the podcast from and yeah, I'm barefoot and I'm sitting here and I realize that, uh, my cat Tiffany, right. Has developed what I can call is an extreme foot fetish. Like she can't stop touching my feet. Like I keep trying to move my feet. And every time I move my feet, she comes over and she's, and she's like headbutting my feet. Like she just has to go for my feet and she's loving it. Like, she, like, like I feel like if I take my feet away from her, like I'm like, like I'll, I'll be at her, her boo moment for the day. And I don't want to do that to this poor girl. She's 14 years old. Shit. She'd be dying a week for all I know. I mean, you know, this cat's old, but my God, every time she like bumps into my foot, she manages to get my big toe stuck in her ear, like in the waxy part. So I'm like, I, then I like, you know, okay. I wipe my toe on, on her fur. She doesn't give a shit. She loves it. So I'm like, all right, you're going to get, you know, earwax all over my toe, which in in turn will be earwax all over your shiny. Now your you know, your fur is shiny, but what before it is now is it's covered in wax, but it's your wax. It's all you. It's like when you jerk off on yourself. It's just your cum. It's all over you. What are you, are you in a big hurry to get it off of you? You never looked at it and go, ew, that's icky. No, that's your shit. It's all over your stomach. Probably some of it's in your belly button, too. You might want to get that. Oh, yeah. But she's still sitting here. She's. That's all she's doing. And, like, and if I stop, you know, if I move my foot, she finds it. She rubs her. Now she's rubbing her. God damn it. So then if I put my feet up high, she's going to yell at me. But then... You know, I can't sit here like I'm like I'm bucking a Bronco trying to do a podcast in a chair. So, you know, I got to try to be creative and I don't. But yeah, she's just loving it. God damn. This fucking cat's going all over my fucking feet. I don't know when this shit started with her. God damn it. But for some, but it's it's gone to a level which is like now it's starting to you know get freaky. Now I'm thinking like I got to have therapy sessions with this. And like, I th- what is in human years? What is it? If you're 14 cat years, what are you? 107 human years. Like, I think she's pretty much set in her ways now. But now that I think about it and I realize like when I come home from work, you know, and like you, you get out of your work clothes, you know, you, you get comfortable. You might have a shower, get changed. You know, you're sitting down, have some dinner, watching TV. And then I do realize that like for like the longest time, She's been like laying on my feet. Like she might be headbutting me and all that. I just, I'm just oblivious to it. I just let it go thing and all she's showing me affection. But now it's getting to the point where like, you know, you know, are you like, is what is it? Like, how, how is my foot 
feel that much better than like my hand would. Like if I'm petting you with my hands, it's not the same. I pet you with my feet. Is there a smell involved? Like, like even if I'm out of the shower, it was the same shit, I guess. It's like, you know, is there something that she smells that I can't smell? You know, cats have those that, that weird sense of smell. They can smell shit like three miles away. You know, they're not like what they do in the Serengeti and shit. There's, are there cats in the Serengeti? Yeah, I think so. I think my geography's correct. And my placement of certain feral beasts. <laughs> I guess. But goddamn. Because now she's gone. Now my feet are tingly. She just walked away. She's like, you know what? I got to get a drink. And that, you know, a lot of times, you know, you do something that gets you off. Got to go, you know, you get cotton mouth. <laughs> so you got to go get a drink. Yeah, she's over there getting a drink. So I guess she got her jolly. She's like, I've had enough. Or she's pissed off. There's so much earwax all over her body that, you know, she finds it to be, you know, I don't know. I don't think she took offense to it. Anyway. This is episode 83 of the House of Fun Live. I'm your host, Daryl Rousey, also known as the Juggernaut. Uh, so, surprised I'm doing one, huh? Yeah, me too. Tonight's beverage of choice, I'm going old school, and it's good old Maker's Mark. And golly, is it delicious. So, don't mind me as I have a couple, because it's been a while. You know, I have to enjoy myself. You know, I might, I have nerves. I'm very nervous tonight because I haven't done one in a while. You know, I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to talk about tonight? Boy, I sure am nervous. I hope I'm funny. Actually, I don't really hope I'm funny because I could give a fuck. But I might be. I'm definitely hoping for something. Hoping that this cat stops sticking my my big toe in her ear. Ah, drink. So, I had to get my hair cut the other day, because that's what you do if your hair's too long. And uh, I'm driving past the local high school. Now, the local high school has a few ball fields. Uh, there's like a big baseball stadium, and then they have some side fields, which I guess is like where the ninth grade plays, or the eighth or ninth grade plays, or tenth grade. I don't know how they have it structured. I haven't been in school in damn near 30 years, so I don't know, 25 years, I guess, to be specific. But... So I'm driving past and I noticed that there's there's a, a game going on, a baseball game on the bigger field. And they have two smaller fields, which are I guess are considered softball fields. But they're having two separate like softball practices. So you see a, a bunch of little girls. I mean, they're little girls. They're probably, I don't know, between the ages of six and eight, I would assume. Let's, let's call the average age seven, seven, eight. I don't think they were six. I think they're a little older than that. But I, I just, if you're driving by, you just, you just look, you know, it's staring, you know, you're not that guy. But then you just kind of look and you notice that both fields, both of them, every little girl on that field has on a face mask, like a catcher's mask, like an old umpire's mask. Like if you watched the movie, The Natural, Right. And like one of the last games that Roy, when Roy Hobbs was going through his slump and an umpire was striking him out, it's like that big black, like monstrosity of a mask with the one giant bar across the nose. It's like that is what every one of these little girls was. And like some of them had the, the old, like early 1980s little league wire catcher's masks, like the square ones. 
like some of them look like that. Like, like, like look like they were wearing chicken wire, like a, like a metal mesh. So I'm like, and I'm noticing, I'm like, you know, they're the one they were having a catch, but like they're, they're little girls. So how hard can they throw a ball? And the only thing I'm thinking of is why do they, I mean, this is, just tells you how fucked up, you know, being on school property must be now. And like a potential lawsuit's just so fucked up. Things have just gotten out of goddamn hand. But what I'm thinking is, you got these little girls. They're, some of them might be holding a, a, a softball for the first time in their lives. They probably never picked one up, never had a catch. They probably had parents that neglected them, and they just throw them on the field. Like, go ahead over there. They'll teach you how to play. I got better things to do. It wasn't like there was any parents that were, like, peppered around the, each field. I saw no parents. I saw two people, which I would assume were the coaches, on each field with a gaggle of little girls having catches and whatever. So the one field, they're all having a catch. So I'm like, well, they're throwing it. They're soft tossing it like real slow. So I'm like, well, let me ask you a question. If they're learning how to catch a ball, wouldn't you think if you remove the masks that they would learn to catch the ball faster? Because like the fear of getting hit in the face with a ball has been completely eliminated. Or let's put it like this. Getting hit in the face in a ball and actually feeling the pain of the ball hitting you in the face has been completely eliminated with face masks. Like at the rate these kids are going, they they have no there's no consequence to them fucking it up. Oh, you fucked up, hit you in the face. All right, we'll pick it up, throw it back to the other girl. Up, oh, hit her in the face too. No, there's no. You know, you you have to have uh, a, a, like a running consequence for missing the ball. You know this this is just ridiculous. Like. I'm going to throw the ball at you. You attempt to catch it. Even if you don't catch it, you're going to put your, your glove hand up in self-defense. Well, good. You just learn to pick your hand up that that's the one that you're going to potentially catch the ball with in the future. But no, there's probably girl. I didn't really study what every girl was doing in, like individually on the, on the field. But there might have been some that just had their hands down by their side and just catching balls in the chest and face. And they're just like, what'd you hear? <laughs> you know, all right, we'll pick it up, throw it back. <laughs> they're just hitting each other in the fucking face with goddamn softballs. Pick your glove hand up and get ready to catch it. Like, take the mask off and then you will learn how to catch faster. Isn't that the whole goal? The whole goal is to teach how to play softball well. The fundamentals are, what is it? Hitting, catching, throwing, running. Right? Or you could be a five-tool player and hit for power. Like, no, it's the four fundamental tools. There you go. You teach kids the fundamentals. Well, here's the fundamentals, you little bastards. Put your fucking hand up. Take the mask off first. Take that fucking mask off first. Put it down to the fucking ground. Don't pick it up. I'm a, and these girls are, I mean, it's an adult underhand throw. That's, that's, that's basically how fast the ball's coming in. These girls aren't windmilling fastballs at each other. You know, they're just little lobs. They're lobs. They're little kids. And it's a softball. So, I mean, their, their hands can barely like fit around the ball. Like they should be throwing hard balls at each other. Cause like their hands are smaller. So you can get a better grip on those. Hey, they might come in a few mile an hour faster, but I'll tell you this, that, that will definitely speed up the process of catching a ball. 
Yeah, give those girls, uh, like, golf balls. Let them throw down. Let them whip those at each other. Don't learn fast. I bet I'd give them four days, and they, they're going to be goddamn Ozzie Smith out there. Watch. Little seven-year-old Becky going out the shortstop. Oh, she did a backflip. But boy, she can pick it. She's a seven-year-old that can pick it. The shortstop, she's just learning. She, man, she can go deep in the hole and pick it. You don't really want to say she can go deep in the hole. She's seven. But, you know, hey, it's it's lingo for the sport, isn't it? So then I'm noticing this, and then I'm looking at the other field, and they got 10, 11, 12 girls out on the field all at the same time, not playing any particular position, just get out there. It's like... It's like watching a, 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 you know, like a, like a gaggle full of pigeons in a park, just all like, like, in a, like they're just bunched up together. Then you see the, the woman, it was a woman, you know, just hitting ground balls to him. Well, that's good. Now, if you're a little girl wearing at least seven pounds of metal on your face and you, and you lean over to pick up a ground ball, wasn't that mask, unless it's, it's so tight on your face that like it's going to leave like like skin indentations for like three days. The mask more than likely is going to start to fall off your face. It's either going to go cockeyed on your face. Don't you find it to be more dangerous if somebody's throwing hitting the ball at you and you lean over to pick it up and the mask starts to slide off your face? Because I mean, they're not. This isn't state of the art equipment these kids have on their face. It's old hand me down like nineteen eighties face masks. Like I've seen like kids when I was 10 years old taking line drives like or like getting foul tips to the face with masks like that. The catchers and the umpires had the big, the big giant one metal bar like the Tony Franklin of face masks. Yes, Tony Franklin used to be the kicker for the Philadelphia Eagles. Google him. All right. Or do you, you know, or the Joe Theismann face. Had a Joe, Th- Joe Theismann quarterback for the Washington Redskins. If you don't know who he is. So then they're hitting ground balls, and I'm thinking, well, do these kids need, like, more padding? Like, are we going to stuff their shirts with with styrofoam peanuts and, like, wrap them with, like, bubble wrap and shit like that and start, you know, then, you know, God forbid they actually bump into something. Oh, my God. You know, they're not going to be hurt. But it's not like the coaches were sitting there, like, just, like, whizzing line drives past their fucking heads. No, they're hitting like doink, like they're hitting maybe like a seven foot long ground ball. And these kids had to chase after the ball. There was so little momentum to the ground balls that they weren't rolling towards the kids. The kids had to go run towards the ball. Like it wasn't even making it past the pitcher's mound because most of these kids were only standing about ten feet, and then the ball was being hit about six or seven. Then if like then you have like three or four of the girls running after the ball at the same time. Maybe they're wearing the face masks so when they hit each other in the head when they're bending down because their masks are all cockeyed on their face and some of them went over their eyes. They can't really see what they're doing. Then they all pull with three stooges and go after the same thing at the same time and all bang their heads at the same time. I wonder if that noise was like that that little hitting the head noise from the stooges. You could actually hear that when these girls are bending down to pick up the softball. Kids are soft. Stop treating them like they're fucking kids. <laughs> they're, they're, God damn. They're, they're tougher than that. They can, they can take it. Believe me, throw the ball at them. Not like, don't like fast pitch it, lob it to them. Give them a chance to catch it without, you know, let, bring on the consequence. 
Put them in front of a jugs machine. Just like set it up to about 90. Just let them just do that. Then maybe they should wear a mask. Until somebody does that to them, you're not going to You know, like the ball's hitting the backstop before you can even turn your head to see the ball whiz past your face. You know, that's something for a seven-year-old. This is what real speed looks like. Not this little stupid lobbing the ball bullshit. And then God forbid, because what it is, is God forbid they take the masks off and one of the little girls is hit in the face and then it's going to be the coach's fault for letting it happen to their, to their darling little cherub child. And then, you know, you're going to be all up in arms because you know what? We thought this was a safe sport. We thought you were safe people. I mean, it's called softball. There's nothing soft about those balls. No. The only softballs you're going to get is from, from your husband, which I doubt if you've been married long enough, you're ever going to see ever again. And yeah, he quit shaving those shits about three years ago. So it's a goddamn fucking jungle down there. Good luck with that. Oh, Charles, I am not going down on you. Look at that. Yeah. Married life. <sighs> Steven Seagal's hair. I mean, really, dude. Just like the Count from Sesame Street. Like I was watching a movie the other day. It's a recent Steven Seagal movie. First of all, if you know the history of Steven Seagal, Steven Seagal used to make high-impact action movies. Late 80s, early 90s was his heyday. And he used to be an ass-kicker. Like, oh my God. Steven Seagal just kicked every Chinaman's ass in Chinatown. With his fucking feet. Always played a cop, never used the gun, just beat the shit out of everybody with his fists and feet. Never saw him headbutt one guy. But he used to rock the slick back the hair, ponytail it sometimes, but it's always been slick back. Never saw bangs. So he kind of disappeared for a few years. He started to make a resurgence. Well, maybe he never really disappeared. I just stopped paying the fuck attention to him. But now he's back and he's got like the first, I noticed two things. One, he's a good 50 to 75 pounds heavier than he used to be. Not really, you know, doing any knife fights real fast. You know, it's kind of a slow, arduous knife fight. Hopefully, well, let's put it like this. He's not really knife fighting anymore. He does carry a gun now. He carried a gun before and never used it. He carries a gun now and he'll get you from a distance because you know what? If he gets close to it, he's one or two moves and he's done. But then I'm looking at his hair and I'm like, he looks like the Count from Sesame Street. Like, it's like, is he has a, how do you, you have a, a, a you have a, like a Count Widow's Peak. Like, what are that, what do they call that shit? Well, you're, is that a Widow's Peak? Like your, your hair comes to a point. I'm like, who drew that on your fucking head? It's like one explosion, ah, 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 two explosions, ah, 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 ah. He's just going to start counting everything that he does. One bad guy killed, ah, 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 ah. Two bad guys killed, ah, ah, ah. But then now, you know, he's so old and decrepit, like he can only do about two because after he gets to about the third, he's like three, ba- oh, God. I can't, I can't, you gotta, you gotta just take this guy out for me, please. Uh, I mean, it was cool when he was clotheslining guys in the late 80s. Now he's just, he's kind of like a fat joke. Yeah, I said it, Steven. You're you are never going to come. I'm never going to meet you in my life. So I'm, I'm going to talk shit on you all I want. 
if you listen close enough to any of his recent movies, you can actually hear him breathing heavy, right? Or you can see, like, because, you know, you the Foley artist must be having a goddamn field day trying to, like, mask his lack of cardio because you can see his body's, like, breathing heavy. Like, he's breathing heavy, but the sound guy, like, well, you know, we have to edit that out of him breathing heavy. Is there a way we can do that? You know, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's uh, you know, uh, Foley guy. Do you got a firecrackers or anything like that you can set off, you know, to uh, distract the viewer from, you know, Steven's lack of cardio? Because, I mean, does, does he even, does he even walk? Like, does he, is he walking? He's walking. Like, in his scenes, is he's mostly standing still. But he is an action hero, and he does need to do some action. So yeah, he looks good standing still and might say a badass line, but then once he starts moving, he just goes, <gasps> yeah, instead of, instead of, why don't we add a, yeah, why don't we take something from an old Kung Fu movie and just take, you know, the sound effects from that and just, you know, put it in, in post and, you know, we'll just add it then, put it in post. Because he's mailed it in years ago. Get it? Post? Post? Yeah. He's fucked up. Why are we giving him... Why Why did we give him this? We could have had Van Damme. Can Van Damme still do a split? Or is he... He doesn't do a split. He still wears guest jeans though, right? Yeah, I thought so. No, I will have to look into that. Because Dolph Lundgren's already taken up. It's, it's Van Damme's turn. What, what? Dolph? I haven't seen him lately. What? Really? He doesn't look like Drago anymore? I, I, I do realize that was like 85 or 84, something like that, mid-80s. No? Well, why, why doesn't he? Oh. Oh. Yeah, I did know that, though. I, I knew he was some physicist or something like that. He has some fucking degrees of genius. But, you know, can't show your brains in an action film because you know, you're, not sitting, you're not sitting there breaking the laws of quantum physics while you're in a you know, a gunfight. What? Yeah, definitely Van Damme. No, not Skull anymore. Give, give, give him a bus ticket. Yeah, just give him a bus ticket. But you have to give it to him. You can't let him walk towards you. He'll never make it. He'll never make it towards you. You had to physically walk the ticket over to him and put it in his hand. And then you have to wrap his fingers around it. Because they're so fat and pudgy because he's probably, I think he's been drinking a bottle of liquor a day for 25 years that, you know, he's too fat or sausage fingers. Like he can't, he can't like close his hand to have the tips of his fingers touch each other. You know, like put it in a GI Joe grip, like a, like a C grip, like, you know, put your hand in the shape of a C, you know, you can touch your fingers together. He can't do that. There's, there's space between it. Like Strahan's teeth. Right, exactly. Because his his fingers are they're just they're pudgy. Like the bases of them are so fat that the tips can't touch each other. Yeah, the, yeah, I know, I know. He, he's never gonna take care of that. He's, he's a fucking mess. <laughs> Seagal. Yeah, don't ask me why I was watching this movie to begin with. Goddamn, there's cable channels I need to get rid of. That's for damn sure. Yeah, it's a phone call to Comcast. Yeah, they're my provider. Yeah, so we get rid of that shit. Netflix it is. Two thumbs up. Pick what I want. On demand, I know. But, uh, 
the next thing I want to talk about, because there is absolutely uh, no transition topics. It's going just one right into the other. You know that. You've listened to enough of these, maybe, that you understand that. God damn it, I don't do transitional material. <laughs> uh, because I am a goddamn glutton for punishment, and I don't know any better, and I just ask for it, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, well, dating, because I got a lot of things to talk about with that. So we're going to, we're going to cover a subject. Now I live alone. Okay. We all know that. So when you live alone and you've lived alone for a long time, especially when you sleep, right? You know, you like to sleep in the bed a certain way. Now, when I was married, you slept in bed with, with your wife or husband or whatever. And then you had the left or right side of bed. You figured out a way like, all right, I got to sleep this way, this way to be comfortable with someone next to you. And not everybody's blessed with a California king size bed. So a lot of us just have to have a queen, you know, or maybe a king, but you know, you gotta, you know, lay next to me. But anyway, so then you teach yourself that, all right, I got to lay a certain way to be comfortable, to get a good night's sleep with someone in the bed with me. It takes practice. It's not something that you can do just, it's like, all right, lay in bed. Okay, well, I'm completely comfortable. You won't be. You won't be. You won't be. So you practice. You, you know, It takes you a while. You teach yourself how to be comfortable with somebody in the bed. Now, whenever my wife stops sleeping in bed with me, that, you know, you start, you still sleep in the same spot doing the same things that you would if she was laying in bed with you or you had somebody with you. See, that lasts for a little while. Then you, then you realize like, shit, asshole, you're by yourself. You know, she's not coming back in bed to lay next to you. You know, you, you got to stop sleeping all the way on the right side of bed to the point where you're, you're in the bed by yourself and you're almost falling out of the bed. Like if you roll one time to your, towards your right, you're, you're fucking going to be face down on the fucking carpet. So you start teaching yourself. All right, we'll start sliding yourself a couple inches towards the center. When's the last time you slept in the center of the bed? Like the mattress that I have, right? I've had for a while, nice pillow top mattress, very comfortable, very, very comfortable. But you can tell that two people slept in it for a while because the left side and the right side are matted down and there's a hill in the middle. Well, over the years, since it's been, I've been, what, five years sleeping in the bed by myself. Now it's evened out. Like I've slept in the middle enough where it's evened out. I've taught myself sleep in the middle, but now I'm very used to sleeping in that bed by myself. I still have the DNA in my head of somebody sleeping in the bed next to me. But I also know how I like to sleep now and what makes me comfortable to sleep. Now, if I'm asleep, I have my routine by myself. I do X, Y, and Z, and then I finally drift off in the, in, into REM. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm asleep. I know what gets me there. I know what keeps me there. So then, you know, you're, you're living by yourself. You're now, you know, you're divorced. You're now the bachelor. So then what do bachelors do? 
Well, you got to start dating again. Okay, so you date again. Well, if you're dating and you have successful dates, they, you know, you may have an overnight guest. Now, out of the people that come over your house, yes, overnight guest. Well, you really, you know, if you really want to impress them, they're going to sleep in the in the bed with you in the same bed. So, you know, you try to get in your DNA, you know, like, oh God, what was it like? How was it when I was married? How did I sleep? How did I get comfortable? And you remember it. You know, it's like riding a, you know, riding a bike, but you remember it. But then there's the little things that you, you taught your ex that these people don't know. And even if you tell them, like, listen, I don't like to be touched. Like if I'm trying to sleep, like if it's time to sleep, like I'm not the world's you know, greatest cuddler or even the most excitable cuddler. Like I don't look forward to that, but I'll do it. But then when it's time to, all right, let's go to sleep. Don't touch me. Like, I don't want to be touched. Just, just, that's what it is. A lot of people are like that. Just don't, just, I, just, if I, if you touch me, like, I don't want to be touched. Like, there's just, you know, I, I've had enough experiences with overnight guests through my, God damn, through my match.com, <laughs> my life on match. Uh, but yeah, I've had my fair share of overnight guests. And some of them have, really brought challenges case in point you know you, you're doing the snuggle time and you got somebody snuggling with you so that, you know they have their arm across your chest their head right in the in in your armpit basically your arms around them so they're laying on your shoulders so you got like a 15 pound you know boulder however much a head, how much does a head weigh I don't know how much does a, 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 a the average head weigh? Not like John Madden's head, because that's like 70, 75 pounds. But like how much, you know what? Hold on. <laughs> how much does a human head weigh? Not cost, weigh. Got cost. 11 pounds. Human head contains the brain, which weighs about three pounds. Then there is the skull, the eyes, the teeth, the facial muscles, and skin. And all, an adult head weighs around 10 to 11 pounds. And that was published on July 27th, 2009 by Brainstuff.com. Thank you, Brainstuff. So anyway, you got a 10, you know, if it's a big girl, a 12-pound head. So, and it's time to sleep. You know, you start, all right, and you start moving your arm. Well, to this person, they think you're getting more comfortable and they're nestled in even more. Then they put the leg over you. Now you're starting to sweat. Like, no, I don't want, I don't want to sweat. I don't want to sweat. I don't, I, I'm not going to go to sleep if I'm sweating. You know, I was, you know, can you, all right, can you, can you all right. Then you can pull the old, I got to get up to pee thing. Then you go, all right, I got to pee real quick. So let me get up. Then you go to the bathroom and come back and hope that they're on the other side of bed. And if they're not, they're like right in the middle. Like, God damn it, they didn't move. All right, let me, let me, you know, let me try something out. No, no, they're, they're still there. So then you finally, like, you get them to move over to the other side of bed. So you're like, oh, finally. 
All right. So, all right. I think I can, if I just lay like this, put my arms like this, put the pillow here, you know, put one leg like this, put the, put my arm up maybe like that. All right. I can start to fall asleep. Okay. And it's going to be quiet. All right. All right. All right. Do you think I'm pretty? Oh, God. What? How do I, what? What am I going to do? What did you ask me? Do I think you're pretty? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, why would I? I'm not have a lovely girl in my bed. Yeah, okay, you're, you're pretty. See, but then when you say something like that, then that, see, they, they caught you because now, you know, now they're going to hold that against you in a, in a later conversation. Well, you told me the other night I was pretty. I'm like, I was... I was having a dream about being in the back of a taxi cab, getting a blowjob, and you're asking me if you're pretty. I might have been talking to this person who's blowing me because they're blowing me. <laughs> I mean, who knows what I was saying? I did? Oh, yeah. I, I want you to talk to me like you did that night. Like what I did what night? When you were telling me that you're pretty. I don't, I don't remember that night. I was asleep. You woke me up. So, you know, I was either A, telling you something that you wanted to hear to leave me the fuck alone so I can sleep, or B, I was actually dreaming and you actually somehow swam into my head and was like peeking through my dream and I was actually answering a voice that was in my dream. Either way, uh, I'm not sure it was genuine, but sure, you know, you're fairly attractive. I'll give you that. But that's just one person in your bed. Then, you you know, you got other people that like you just know you'll never this is this is what will fuck a future up with anyone right if you can't sleep in a bed with them if you can't sleep soundly in a bed like if if you like i have an extra room here it's called the blue room i've probably explained it before it's completely blue go figure it's called the blue room that means the paint's blue the, the accents are blue and it's all blue it's all pretty blue but if I am sleeping in bed and I end up in the blue room, that's because I need to sleep. You're doing something in that bed because I've been sleeping by myself for so long. Yeah, I'm kind of setting my fucking ways. It's going to take me a long time to get out of that if you make it past being able to sleep in the bed next to me phase. So then I go to this blue room. I remember one time I go to the blue room, finally start to fall asleep because God damn it, I had work the next day. This was a Sunday night. I had to go to work the next day. So... But what made me go to the blue room and it's just like, and, and like I actually came to tears when I was in the blue room. This is how I just been trying to sleep and trying to sleep and trying to sleep and nothing. Girl had the kicking leg. She'd had the little, they call it the Jimmy leg, you know, but the old Seinfeld episode, the Jimmy leg. No, it's a real thing. But the thing is, is that it's one thing to like have a muscle spasm in your leg while you're trying to sleep. That's another thing to have a muscle spasm in your leg and then kick me repeatedly. So, you know, he starts to calm down and all you hear, sh boom. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Oh, well, maybe that's a one-time thing. All right. Okay. Let's go to sleep. Sh boom. God damn it. All right. damn it fuck why fuck 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 then you she rolls over and you're thinking all right well if this happens again it's gonna their legs gonna kick that way and it hit you like fuck so i kept getting kicked 
and I did count them that night. I was kicked 11 times. I don't know what the time frame was, and it, it may have been an hour, it may have been six, but I got kicked. No, it wasn't six. I got kicked 11 times. So then, I guess she finally fell asleep and the kicking stopped. I thought she fell asleep. No, she didn't fall asleep. She gets up to pee. All right, so right when I start to fall asleep, now she's up to pee. Great. Okay. So now I'm starting to fall asleep and I'm hitting REM. So then my brain's starting to go. So I'm starting to dream. So all these outside influences are now influencing me, you know, mentally to how my dream's developing. So now I'm having a dream that she pissed the bed and left a pee puddle in my bed. Right? And I, and I, I started to have that dream. Like there's a pee puddle in my bed. I'm like, in my dream, I remember this. In my dream, I, I was like, oh my God, she fucking, like I was flipping out in my dream that she pissed my bed. So then I'm like, oh shit. So now then I, in real life, wake up to check. And I'm like, there's no pee there. Now, because I live alone, and yes, I have the two cats, my one cat puts me to bed. He has a routine just like I do when I fall asleep. We do it every night. He's been doing it for eight years. What he does is jumps up on the bed and lays next to me on my right hip. Then I'll pet him. Then after about 15, 20 minutes, he leaves. It's what he does. He doesn't, he's not trying to stay. He just wants to make sure like, oh, okay. You know, I want to put you to bed, man. It's cool. You just pet me for a little bit. He goes, once I know you're going to fall asleep, dude, I'm out. Don't worry about it. No big deal. You're not making me mad. I wanted to, I'm doing what I wanted to do, making helping you out. I'm going to help you out. You've been so good to me today. I want to put you to bed, man. You know what? You gave me good food. You gave me some treats around 8 o'clock. I know 8 o'clock treat time, man. You do it every night. without fail. You don't fail. It's all every time. Don't worry, man. You gave me an extra treat today, and I appreciate that. I'm going to put you to bed. But because that cat's so set in his ways, He's got to spend this time. He's got to have his time. If he doesn't, he can't go to bed. It's like, you know, you got to roll on your left side for a little bit, roll on your right side for a little bit, put a pillow between your legs. You know, you have a certain routine. What gets you ready to sleep? Like to, to knock the fuck out. Well, his getting ready to knock the fuck out is he's got to jump up. Now, this particular person, after they pee, get back into bed, now they lay in the middle of the bed. And of course, I don't like to be touched or kicked. So now I'm moving a little bit more towards the, you know, the edge of the bed. Well, that's not enough room for the cat to lay next to me. And he insists on it. So he jumps up, realizes, oh, I can't lay here. Jumps back down. Anytime he heard movement, he's jumping back up. I can't be mad at him because he's doing what he does every night. He's, he's on his routine. But then she moves that makes me move. He thinks I'm sliding over to give him room. He can't tell. He's on the floor. He can't look all the way up. Shit, he's a cat. Unless he was like a, you know, a, a six foot tall cat that could look over. I mean, he can't. Even if he was a four foot tall cat, he, you know, he could, you know, be, be a dwarf person cat guy. He can't look over the fucking bed and see what's going on up top. He's just assuming by sound, but he hears the same sound when I get in bed by myself that I'm sliding over. All right, dude, you got room. Come on up. 
He knows that. He could tell by sound. Well, fuck. She's in the middle of bed. I'm on the edge of the bed. He's jumping the fuck over with me. I'm waking up. He's jumping down. I try to move a little bit more to the left. You know, give him some more rooms. I know he's coming back. Well, now she starts t- touching me and kicking me. I, I, then I move more towards the edge again. He jumps back up. So I'm like, ah, shit. He won't stay. He stays for like 30 seconds. He jumps back down. Now he starts to meow asking me, is it cool to come up? Yeah, try coming up now. Then he jumps up. She kicks me. I move more to the side. He jumps down. This goes on for a little bit. And then he finally stops jumping up. She's laying motionless. She hasn't peed in 20 minutes. It's her third time peeing during the night. Now we're pushing almost sunrise. And I got to get up, you know, very, very soon. She de- I lay it on my right. She decides, well, now's a good time to put, my, put her hand in the middle of my back. Just puts her hand in the middle of my back. Just, all right. All right. Oh, all right. Well, let me let me roll over. Now she moves her hand. So I'm like, all right. So then she's laying there. I'm laying there. And like the way I was sleeping then is that I was on my back and I had my hands folded across my chest because I couldn't put them down to my side. If I put my left one down to my side, it's going to touch her. Put my right one down to the side, it's going to be off the bed. So I had them folded. Well, then I don't know if she was awake or what, but then she reaches over, grabs my left hand and starts playing with it. Like just, I don't know, just like, bending my fingers and, and like, just, just playing with my hand, not putting it anywhere. It wasn't like a sexual move. She just picked my hand, grabbed it off my chest, moved it and just was playing with it. Like, not like rubbing it, like, like affectionately. Like she's like seeing how my hand operates. Like she's feeling my knuckles. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? She's just playing with my hand. Like, what are you playing with my hand for? I don't get this. Like, I don't get this is to me. This is like some shit that you do. Why I can't be next to you. You know, am I going to get like a, you know, you know, get, get, you know, get my hernia check next time. Like that might not be that bad. I might actually encourage that, but it's just like, what are you going to take a mallet and like check my reflexes? It's just hit me in a kneecap a couple of times to see if my leg jumps the same as your legs when you're fucking sleeping. Like to see if we were compatible in that way. Like I have a Jimmy leg. I will kick you. Let's see if you can do it on your leg. Like, yeah, well, I, if I'm kicking you, I'm kicking you out of bed. That's how I'm kicking you. I'm not just kicking you just to hit. Think, oh, I'm sorry. Did I hit you? No, I'm kicking you. Oh, I'm sorry. Did, are you on the floor? Shit. Well, here's a pillow and a blanket. You can just stay there because I'm going to get some sleep. Getting some shut eye up on top of the bed here, motherfucker. So after this has been going on for hours, I decide, you know what? I got to tap out and I got to go to the blue room. This is, f- I need two hours of sleep. I need to get two. I'm up at six o'clock in the morning and it's already after four, you know, uh, I, I got to sleep. You know, it's been hours of this. So then I go to the bed, lay in the blue room. Now the blue room's quiet. It's not my bed. It's not a, it's a food time in the blue room. It's not uncomfortable, but it's not my bed. You know, like it, I just fit on it. I'm six foot one. If I lay from head to toe, like my head kind of touches, you know, the armrest up top and my feet kind of touch the armrest at the bottom, but just enough I can lay elongated and just have enough room that, you know, I don't have to like contort. So come from sleep. I'm trying to sleep. Finally get to sleep a little bit. I roll over on my left side. 
And next thing you know, I see a light. Like a flashlight. That's not a flashlight. I don't have a flashlight in my bedroom. What the fuck is that? What? There's a light. There's a bright light in my house. Why is my my lights aren't on? What is that? What the fuck is that? She's looking for me. So instead of turning the light on to look for me, which would have been a fucking pain in my balls, she puts the flashlight on her cell phone. And she's looking for me. Why are you looking for me? Why are you looking for me? It's five in the morning now. I have to be up at six. She's looking all over. All I'm seeing is like the light get closer to the room and then farther away from the room. But the whole upstairs is lit up. But, you know, if you have a, a very dark part of your house, like there's no light, there's no ambient light, and you have a cell phone light, that shit's bright, man. That shit, that little phosphorus, phosphorescent, whatever the fuck is light that, that shit fucking shines. It's a flash. It's used for pictures. It's a picture flash that, that they just... Gave it a flashlight here. God damn, that motherfucker's bright. So then she finally finds me. And I'm like, I just, I lost. I go, what do you want? I just want to sleep. I just want to fucking sleep. That's all I want to do is sleep. I've been slept all fucking night. Oh, well, I'm going to go. What the fuck? Are you serious? You're going to go? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. Um, you can, Yeah, you can. If you want to sleep in your bed, you can. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks for taking pity on me at quarter after five in the morning. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm a, I just want to sleep. I just want to be left alone to sleep. It's just all I want. I want the simplest things right now. Sleep is the simplest thing I can think of. I just want to sleep. I don't want to sleep. Can you let me sleep? Yeah, I'll go. So then... She has to get her shit, so of course now she's making noise in the house to leave. Like, man, I, God damn it. Look, all right. I forgot my thing. Now she's getting texts. How the fuck's texting you? How to, who, who's texting you? Why am I hearing text? Why am I hearing text chimes? The fuck are you doing? Why am I hearing text chimes? Bing, 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 bing. What the fuck is that? Boop, 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 boop. Then you hear the keys jangling. The jingle jangle of a set of keys when you haven't slept or haven't tried to sleep and couldn't sleep. Sleep deprivation. There's no in here. Keys. Fucking keys. I don't hear keys. I don't hear these fucking keys. Then you hear her trying to unlock the front door. Well, turn the fucking lights on. You're doing it in the dark. You don't know. You can't. You you have two. You have a latch. Unlatch it. Unlatch unlatch the door. So latch it and go. Unlatch the fucking door. And that's all I'm saying to myself. I'm sitting in the, in the room. Go, just latch the fucking door. Just latch it. Don't latch the door. You got one lock on there. It's a, it's a, it's a schleg. Just fucking just to open the schleg. Open it, dude. Just open the schleg. Like, at, least, at least get 15, 20 minutes of sleep, man. 
then you start thinking to yourself, yeah, I'm not brushing my teeth. I'm not showering. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to shave off every every activity I can. I'm like, now nah, you gotta shower, man. All right, well, you're not shaving. So that's not happening today. All right, you're not flossing either. Just brush them and go. You know, we'll cut that out. All right, you're not having breakfast. Just take two vitamins and head out there. All right, you're not going to clean the cat litter either. You can do that when you get home. You're starting to, like, how can I gain an extra 15, 20 minutes of sleep while she's fidgeting with the fucking door? So then finally, you're... Okay, fine. Bang! Oh, fucking... Oh God! Oh God! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! I can't believe it. Sun's up. Fucking sun's up. Fucking sun's up. I gotta get up. God damn it! I gotta get up. Then all of a sudden, she sits in the driveway. And the, and the way my house is set up is that if you have your headlights on in my driveway, you ever see those houses at Christmas that use, that, that shine a light on the front of their house? Same principle with this. And she sits outside and sits. I guess she's getting her shit together, plugging her phone in, doing this, doing that, finding a radio station to listen to. Oh, well, no one's playing music at six in the morning or whatever it was, five to six, six, let's call it six now. But now my whole upstairs is lit up again because her headlights are just shining in my fucking house. I even think she backed her car up like about five or six feet or she was parked a little farther, but like my fucking, it was lit up. Like, Oh my God. Can you just go? Then she backs up. You see the, the headlights start to pull away. It's a little dimmer. She backs up my driveway. <laughs> she scrapes the front of her car. Because there's a little lip at the bottom of my driveway. You just <laughs> like that. Like God damn, what else can she do? So when I went to the blue room, I did take my phone with me. So my phone on my nightstand. So when I took my phone with me, I set the alarm. I'm like, all right, you got to wake me up at 20 after 6. So I'm like, all right, six, 6 o'clock, wake me up at 20 after 6. Let me get 20 minutes. Just let me, let's get a nap now. This is now, it's not, it's not even a sleep. Let's, let's just get a quick cat nap. Put the phone next to me. She texted me. Hope you have a good day. Oh, fucking bitch. You fucking bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I thought you were gone. I thought you were gone. Oh, you said I thought you were gone. You didn't leave. You didn't fucking leave. Oh, my God. I guess one fucking... Oh, my God. So I cried until about 20 after 6 when my alarm went off. I literally cried. I I literally fucking cried. Then I went up, went to work. 
But God damn it, I cried. I, I just and let's just say that after that, it took me a very long time to have an overnight guest. Once bitten, twice shy. You think I'm pretty? That wasn't the same girl though, but <sighs> I'll have more dating stories on further on like future podcasts. Then we'll we'll further investigate the life that I call match.com. Fuck that. <laughs> but I'm a glutton. I keep doing it. I keep going back to it. I haven't learned my lesson yet. No sorry, Bobby. No threes. Keep going back. Don't know any better. I'm a dummy. I'm a big dummy. All right, everybody out there. We're going to call this one a show. Thanks for spending time with me. At least somebody out there is. A lot of people that don't anymore. Don't know why. Just is. Maybe because I do shit like this and tell fucking stories about them. I didn't say their names. They don't know who I'm talking about. They might not even be real. Cause it's going to be a fucking made up story. You don't know. But it's episode 83, the House of Fun Live, brought to you by me, Daryl Rousey, the juggernaut. So check out uh, the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, just do House of Fun Live or search Juggernaut. Uh, go to the House of Fun Live page on Facebook. Uh, if you have any problems finding it, it's so easy to fucking find. Just email me or whatever. And uh, follow me on Twitter, at The Juggernaut. Uh, I've been uh, live tweeting UFC events or just live shit, just for shits and giggles. Uh, I've been live tweeting uh, happy hours, which has been fun. So yeah, good times. But until next time, have a good one. Uh, what did Carlin say? I don't need a good one. I just need a bigger one. I already got a good one. Whatever the fuck he said, I fucked it up. So it's been a long podcast. What do you want? All right, peoples, that's all I got.